Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, an old friend of mine, Omar Zenholm. Uh, Omar, we, we were on a cruise together many, many yes. months ago. <laughs> it was the uh, first, and I, one, one of only two that they did, a podcast movement cruise, which, man, that was, oh, man, was that, that was such a great time. It was so much fun. So, um, and Omar, you are the founder and CEO of Webinar Ninja. Um, found That's on correct, the web yeah. at webinarninja.com. And thank you so much. This is This is great. I'm I'm excited to geek out on and really check in on kind of the webinar world and, um, you know, really just kind of talk about best practices, that sort of thing. Because I think most people, you know, again, listening, like we, they probably feel like they know webinars and maybe they were doing it many, many years ago. Maybe they stopped, uh, you know, and, and so I'm really excited to kind of just, again, just kind of check in with you and kind of geek out on this to find out, you know, really, um, you know, how to, how to really leverage that, um, in, and in what way works best. So thank you so much. So Omar, um, background, um, prior to, um, webinar ninja. And I remember when you were kind of working on and building on developing it, um, you know, and, uh, you're kind of in the podcasting world. Um, but prior to that, and what was your background with your work back then? Um, so even before I jumped into entrepreneurship, I was uh, an English teacher. I was a high school university teacher for 13 years, um, and I made the leap into entrepreneurship. I started a program called the $100 MBA, which still exists as a big yeah. part of our business, um, which is uh, a program to help people uh, transition from uh, their nine to five to learning the basics of business so they know how to start their first online business. Um, and then we started a podcast with the same name, The $100 MBA Show, uh, that's uh, going strong six years, over 1,600 episodes. It's a daily wow. podcast. Um, so that's been a lot of fun being able to teach uh, daily business lessons every day, helping people, you know, um, have something to focus on every single day, especially in these crazy times, you know, having that feeling of empowerment and saying, okay, this is something I can control. This is something I can do uh, and moving one step forward every day. Yeah. Episode 471. Go back and way back in the archives. Episode 471. Guest teacher, Josh Elledge, how to get free PR. (laughs) That was a great episode. I loved it. I loved it. One of my favorite things that you mentioned is uh, how people... They forget to update their footers and they Uh, have the wrong date. (laughs) Yes, right. Yep, yep. Very, very simple thing. Uh, So, um, so Omar, take me through why you know, it, you know, life is going well. And again, oh, I should point out too, one thing I was, I remember talking about this on the cruise is you spent some time in in Dubai teaching, right? Yep. And I was teaching English as a second language at the university there. Yeah. Wow. What was that experience like? Uh, Initially, it feels like you're in a Bond film. Everything is brand new, tall buildings, you know, fancy stuff, fancy cars. Um, And, uh, but what you realize quickly when you work there and live there is that it's quite a young 
um, it's quite a young country, you know, it's only been around, you know, they went from camels to Benz's in like, uh, overnight. So, mm. uh, you know, 45, 46 years old, the country. So, uh, there's no real, uh, tradition of traditional education. So a lot of my mm. students, their parents never went to school or they're illiterate. Wow. So it's hard to kind of, uh, you have to kind of train the students to like do homework and, uh, and be accountable and, you know, the importance of education, all that kind of stuff. So that was a very interesting time in my life because you can't just tell the student you got to do this or you're going to fail. When we grew up, we we're like, we, we want to make sure that we get good grades, so we get to college, so we get a job. You know that whole incentive, and 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 those incentives don't work there. You have to kind of befriend them and try to, uh, you know, because uh, they really respect authority and elders and things like that. <laughs> yeah, so you could always whip that out. You pay attention. I am your elder here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Awesome. So what led up to why, you know, again, you're kind of cooking along, podcast is going. Um, why, as you're looking around, say, you know what this world needs? It needs a webinar, another webinar platform. Um, now, you've certainly done it in a, you know, far superior way than particularly what was available back then. And I don't know if that was the impetus for it. You're just like kind of looking around. You're like, you know what sucks? Hmm. All these webinar platforms. <laughs> We need a better one. Was that kind of it? Uh, yeah, I was running webinars to sell the $100 MBA program. Um, yeah. And it would take me about two hours every week to put it all together. You know, all yeah. the moving pieces of landing pages and, you know, thank you pages and email notifications and recording the replay and then sending it out and all the, you know, all that kind of stuff out of Frankenstein together, like four or five different pieces of software. And initially, actually, I wrote a guide on how to put all that stuff together to help people. It's called the DIY webinar guide. And that product mm -hmm. totally tanked, totally failed. Like I think we got two sales and one of them was a chargeback. So it was, it was a, it was a great experience to say great because it's like what Ben Horowitz says in um, the hard thing about hard things. Sometimes you got to create a bad product to create a mm -hmm. good one. And what you realize, what I realized in the process was that, you know, people don't want to learn how to do it. They just want it done. You know, they want a tool yep. to just, they don't want to figure it out. They just want something to take care of it. Um, so I started tinkering away. Um, I know a bit of PHP HTML, um, not nowhere near um, the status or the skills of, of my current developers on my team. Um, but I, I put together the beta version and started using it for my own webinars. Um, and people just started asking me, like, what are you using for this webinar? It looks cool. And it's just something I slapped together. And they're like, well, can I buy it? Mm -hmm. and from there, we just basically pre-sold um, beta access to our first initial uh, software back in 2014, April 2014. Um, and then from there, we used that initial beta group to uh, learn about the software, what was wrong, what was good, and and just uh, reiterate, reiterate uh, until today. Yeah. And so in the world of platforms, then if someone's like, oh, yeah, well, I've used blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So how would you, what's kind of the USP for Web yeah. Ninja? So there's three reasons why people switch to Webinar Ninja. Uh, the first main reason is that it's dead simple to use, uh, meaning that they don't need to worry about ha having you know, a designer or a coder or they had to put together all these pieces of software. Every aspect of the webinar from the marketing to uh, the actual webinar itself to the post sequences afterwards are all kind of taken care of under one roof. Um, and it, it literally takes 10 seconds to, to create a webinar with Webinar Ninja. So a lot of people really appreciate that because we all run very busy businesses. We have a million things to do. So like webinars is kind of on the bottom of our list. So like we, we recognize that and we just want to make it um, 
more of a solution rather than another thing to deal with. So number one, it's easy to use. Number two, it's just an all-in-one solution. So a lot of people save a lot of money because they don't have to pay for landing page software or email notification or email uh, automation. They don't need to, uh, you know, have a, a separate analytics tool. They don't need to, you know, pay for storage for video storage somewhere on Vimeo. Mm -hmm. So it's it's more of an all-in-one solution. And lastly, is our customer support. Um, we have 24-7 live support, which is very unique in the webinar mm. space. Um, it's yeah. chat support, so it allows people to kind of jump on and ask questions and get help. Because what we found is that the, the technology, the software, is very easy with us because it's, it's quite easy to use. It's getting them over the hump to have the support to put their webinar together, their slides, their content, so that way they can get a win out of the software. And that's what our support really is there to help them, help them win with webinars. Yeah, uh, you, you, I totally agree. I, you know, imagine that you've got an event and it's about to start and you're like, ah, where's the whatever button? And it's yep. like you're, you know, you're kind of freaking out to be able to chat with someone, which it sounds like, is that you have like chat? Exactly. Yeah, or? exactly. Wow. Yeah. 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 That, that's gotta be, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I noticed, uh, I remember, you know, when we ran live events, um, you know, it's like you send an email. It's like, well, <laughs> we'll see, you know. So that that yeah. is really nice that Webinar Ninja offers that. Um, in in terms of price point, um, how does um Webinar Ninja stack up? Um, so one of the things that people um have said to us is that uh, our price point is really good because it includes everything they need, including different types of webinars. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, and we have. Uh, limits are quite uh, generous in terms of attendee numbers. So like our mm -hmm. pro plan is $95 a month, but uh, it comes with 300 live webinars. It also comes with automated webinars. So you don't have to buy separate software for that. It also comes with uh, series webinars, which could be used for online events or mm -hmm. a, a live course or a summit. Um, so uh, we, we try not to nickel and dime our users. We try to mm -hmm. kind of give them what they need. And in our opinion, you know, if, if we give them, more they'll use it more and therefore they'll continue to do webinars and that's really yeah. our our uh, our aim here if they win we win uh if, if someone says well i mean i spend a lot of time on zoom i use zoom can i just use zoom for a webinar or uh, again what just to kind of clarify or underline yeah. this what webinar ninja offers that you just don't get in zoom is is why so that's a great um that's a great question because we get asked that a lot. So much so that I do a webinar on a comparison, comparing us yeah. to Zoom to go to. Um, and I, I would say that there's a, there's a few big differentiators. Number one, um, a lot of people don't realize that you know Zoom's um, uh, webinar uh, add-on is isn't is exactly that. It's an add-on to the regular meeting software. So there is a certain type of um, learning curve you're gonna have to go through in, in terms of because you don't want to have like hundreds of videos in front of you. You want to make sure that you mm -hmm. you can control the videos and mics and cameras and things like that. Um, Zoom was really created for a meeting software, which is really a great tool. I use Zoom in our, in our team all the time for meetings, mm -hmm. um, but it's not really intended for uh, interaction with a crowd, uh, especially if it's like one to many or few to many, uh, meaning a, a robust uh, uh, tool set with chats and polls and handouts and being able to ask questions and able to even ask questions on automated webinars, being able to change layouts easily, being able to throw in uh, some slides or insert a video. Um, it's not really made for that type of thing. It's only really made for meetings. Um, mm -hmm. Secondly, um, even if you want to use Zoom, you can't just use Zoom alone if you want to run a proper webinar. You're going to have to 
uh, quote unquote, sell your webinar on a landing page somehow. You have to create that landing page, and so people can register for that for that webinar. Um, and then obviously, you're going to have to have some sort of page afterwards to thank them for, it and then tell them to add it to their calendar. And they have to have mm-hmm. an add to calendar feature. Um, so there's there's a lot of like pre marketing stuff you have to do, as well as once the webinar is over, how do you send out the replay? There's no real kind of control over. Uh, your replay, meaning that like, I want to say, for example, only send my replay out to people that have registered, not to everybody, or people that attended or want to send a specific message to those who did attend versus those who didn't. Um, so it's it's not really that robust. It's just like, here's a recording, we recorded yeah. it for you. And by the way, you have a limit in your account. So you better download and put it on video somewhere. So um, it's, it's really meant for meetings, um, but, uh, they kind of shoehorned webinars into it somehow, um, which, which good for them. I mean, obviously they want to have a bit of expansion revenue. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, if you're looking for something that just has everything at one place and you don't need to kind of put everything together, with all these different pieces of software to run a proper webinar, that's why people come to us. Yeah. Um, so in terms of now let's, let's kind of switch to talking about, um, marketing and and setting up a, a, a marketing system and uh, you know I, I know a lot of folks are really into more automation and uh, you know and that works I think well for for certain audiences but what do you see and let me ask the question this way what do you see maybe not working in webinars today that maybe did work in webinars say three to five years ago. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll give you a couple, um, one pertaining to automated one pertaining to live. Yeah. So, um, even till today, a lot of people that use this practice where they'll take a, a recording from a live webinar and they'll use it for their automated webinar and they'll mm-hmm. run that as an automated webinar. Right. Um, and that has been a practice for a few years now. Uh, one of the things that we teach at webinar ninja to our members is that, um, you can do that, but your conversion rates will suffer. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that we really encourage people to do is to actually shoot a dedicated video for your automated webinar because you want to talk directly to the audience. Uh, if you're on a automated webinar and you sense that, oh, this is he, he or she w- was talking to somebody else in the past or you're, you're talking to people in the chat back in that live webinar, it disconnects you from that person. So you want to actually have a dedicated video meant for an automated webinar where you actually talk to the person. The first thing I say on my automated webinars is say, hey, thanks you for registering for my automated webinar. Yes, this is automated, but it's still going to be interactive. You still can ask me questions. I'll get back to you on email. Uh, you know, I ask rhetorical questions. I ask them to write down their takeaways on a piece of paper. So it's still interactive and it's a lot more engaging because I built this video for uh, you know, for this webinar, it's mm-hmm. it's almost like um, you're you're ripping the audio from a movie, and then you're saying, "Okay, that's going to be a podcast." Yeah. It wasn't meant for a podcast, right? So, so that's one of the things I highly recommend people do. Is you're going to do automated webinars, you could do it right by just shooting a video just for the automated webinar. Even right. if it's just you're running a live webinar practice run, and you're just talking to the camera, and you just have that recording in your in your system, and you use that for your automated webinar, that that works. So, uh, so it is it is it don't don't try to put off like it's live if it's not. Is that what you're saying? Well, but I mean, that's one. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. that's, I, I think you should never do that because the whole point yeah. of webinars is to build trust with your audience. And, yeah, and right, right. No, later, we're live right now. Look at exactly. all these people coming in. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's actually 
you know, some of our competitors actually have that built into the in the software, know, and we get asked that, and we say no, we don't do that, and, and that's kind of one of the things that we believe in. But more like on a higher level, what I would say is that when you're when you're shooting your when you're running an automated webinar, make sure the video for that automated webinar is actually created shot for the people that are going to go on the automated webinar rather than repurposing an old webinar. So you, hmm. you would shoot a dedicated video and talk directly to them and just be like, yeah. hey, thanks for signing up for my automated webinar. Even though this is automated, here are some great tips that I want to give you get going. You can ask me questions. You know, I even stop in the middle of like after 10 minutes. Okay, we just covered one, two, three, four. Which which one's your biggest takeaway? Write it down right now. And it's mm -hmm. almost like you remember back in the day, Tony Robbins used to talk to you on those CDs and get you do yeah. exercises. Dude, That's stop exactly the what, tape. Stop the tape. Yeah, exactly. Write it down right now. <laughs> you didn't so you want to do that. You want to talk directly to them because right. that's a lot more effective. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to live webinars, um, there's there's a lot of people uh, that um, forget the fact that you have to train people to be uh, more engaged. You have to train people to be uh, you know more interactive with you. You can't just expect them to just talk with you. So there's a lot of techniques you have to do to ease people into it. Um, you know, I, I remember three, four years ago, if you were on a webinar, it was more just like a monologue. People just talk, talk, talk it was yeah, about sure. me. This is my history. Um, and I highly encourage people on live webinars to interact as much as possible because that's how you build a relationship with people. The more you interact with them, more back and forth. I mean, imagine going on a date and the person just talks for two hours straight and you don't get yeah. to say anything. Right. You know, it's, it's a little bit difficult. So you want to do that as much as possible so that when you do, if you make an offer at the end, yeah. um, they're a lot more at ease because they've right. earned, you're in trust with you and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know in speaking, like there's, there's always barriers that, that is a good speaker you want to do. So the barrier between the audience and the speaker, mm -hmm. uh, the barrier between the audience and themselves, you know, is another one. That's where you're like, you know, turn to your neighbor and blah, 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 blah. So now everyone's just much more at ease. They're not just like sitting there in these little silos, like, Oh, you know, it's uncomfortable. Uh, you know, but, but letting people know like, no, it's cool. Like we can, yes. we can engage here. Like it's all right. Yeah, um, totally. Um, another thing, Omar, I have a question about is, you know, who who attends webinars? Um, so my my theory is that uh, if if you have someone that generally has a lot of free time, or they're just they're I don't want to say desperate, but they're just they have they don't have a lot of direction maybe in their business, like it would be really easy to get someone like that to attend. But I wonder how challenging it is, at least from my experience, it seems much more challenging uh, to get, let's say, a very successful business owner to take that time to sit through a live webinar and participate in that sort of thing. So I, can you talk maybe just a little bit about, you know, audience, who is this well-suited for and who is like, yeah, you know, you can incorporate it, but it's probably not going to work as well. Or maybe you have to do things a little bit different based on that audience that you're saying that you really want to connect with. So, um, I, I believe that webinars can connect with anybody regardless of what level or how busy they are. Like I attend webinars. I'm incredibly busy. I run two webinars. I attend webinars yeah. uh, because there's somebody that can offer me something that is going to give me a shortcut. That's going to, that's been there, done that. Like I attend, I'm, I'm part of SAS Academy, which is Dan Martell's like SAS uh, coaching. And he mm -hmm. does a webinar twice a month. I have to attend that because in that webinar, he's going to show me how to lower churn in that webinar. He's going to show me how to do things. Um, and at the end of the day, if you have a reputation to deliver, people are just going to show up. 
You know, it's just like no one's going to think twice about buying Bruce Springsteen tickets. They know it's going to be great. They know the hits. They know that, you know, it's just going to be great. So you just need to get those reps and get that reputation of being somebody who delivers. Um, And I, I, I just kind of want to pinpoint on something that I learned over the years is that like at the end of the day, if you can offer the marketplace uh, something to make their life better, that's a shortcut, something they can't attain easily. If you can mm-hmm. make it easy for them to attain, you know, um, then you're going to be able to get people to your webinar um, mm-hmm. regardless of the level. Um, but obviously you want to make sure that you can, you, you can cater to the people that you can really serve. You know, I, I won't be able to run a webinar for, you know, um, COVID-19 specialists. I don't know as many, you know, things as a doctor or as Dr. Fauci or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm, I'm not gonna be able to impress them or be able to give them the value they're looking at. But, yeah. um, you know, this is totally left field. But if somebody wanted to learn about uh, how to plan a trip to Egypt, you know, I've been to Egypt over 12 times. My parents are Egyptian. I speak Arabic. I know I can tell you where to go and I can give you a lot of value. Like by the time you are at the end of the webinar, you're going to be like, okay, this person is like the expert compared to them. I'm not an Egyptian, Egypt expert, but compared to them <laughs> who doesn't know anything, who just knows Egypt on the map, you know, I'm going to be able to give value. Yeah. So, um, in terms of like, uh, you know, and again, we don't have near enough time, uh, maybe one tip on the content of it, like how to deliver better webinars, um, what would you recommend? Um, if I had to give one tip, okay. Yeah. This is the one that I think a lot of people um, find like an aha moment. Mm. So one of the things that people do on webinars is they sell their products and services, which is great. It's fine. You know, you have something that you can help people. Um, but often when they go through their sales pitch, what they do is they... Uh, show all their features. They show yeah. all the modules. They show you're going to get this and this and the, and ten bonuses. And they all, you know, and what happens is that most of us don't realize that on the other side of the screen, people are feeling overwhelmed. They're like, "Wow, this is great and everything, but I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I have the time to do this. I don't know if I'm ready to do this." All these things start to creep up because it just seems too much. So what I recommend to people to do, rather than just overwhelm people, and by the way, they're going to find out all this stuff once they buy, right? Uh, is to ask them before you start making an offer, ask them, what is their biggest pain point with X? So if you're like a a snowboard instructor, you say, what's your biggest pain point when it comes to learning how to snowboard? Mm -hmm. They're going to say, oh, I can't link my turns. Oh, um, I just, uh, I keep falling uh, and catching my edge in the front, whatever it is, right? If you're going to start listing things in the chat, four, five, six, seven things, just focus on those things and show people how your product, your service, your course, your book, your whatever solves those specific pain points that they just pointed out. And that really is all they care about. It's like, I have this problem with this thing. Can you help me with this? Yeah. In this course, in this module, we talk about catching your edge on the front or, you know, in this course, we talk about how to link your turns, you know, and then it just makes people feel like, oh, okay, I can do this rather than overwhelm them. Um, and then obviously when they jump in and they know what they're going to get, they can then explore all the stuff and be pleasantly surprised rather than feel overwhelmed and not buy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Omar webinar, uh, webinar ninja.com. Um, someone's like, okay, I really like this. Um, can they test it? Can they, what's the best way for them to get a real good feel for how the platform works? What's your normal best kind of call to action? Like, ah, Here's how we go to the next relationship. Here's how you get to enjoy all that Webinar Ninja has to offer. 
Yeah. So uh, when you sign up with any of our plans, there there comes a 14-day trial. So you don't pay anything for the first 14 days. In those 14 days, you can run as many webinars as you like. Uh, You can check out our features, see if it's a good fit for you. Uh, Also inside of Webinar Ninja is what we call the Webinar Ninja Academy, which has tons of training on how to create your first webinar, how to have better on-camera presence, how to choose the right mic. So you have enough uh, material and time for you to feel comfortable with webinars. Um, Another option that we also recommend is if you are really into automated webinars, we have a program called the Automated Webinar Challenge, which also comes with with, with a free trial. Uh, and that's at webinarninja.com slash AWC. Uh, a lot of people love that because it's like step-by-step 30 days on how to build their automated webinar and just helps them uh, kind of get over that hump. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Omar Zenholm, founder and CEO, Webinar Ninja on the web at webinarninja.com. Thank you so much. Thanks, Josh. Great being here. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.